I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120Hz display. Plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to Core. Yeah, that's right. Video games done right. We're going to talk about games today, gaming news, gaming industry stuff, games we're playing. That's what we do here. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. All three of us are here. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Greetings. Hello. Hello. Uh, we didn't do a show last... Oh, no, we did a show last week, but we did it on Friday because John... Or no, because I effed up Thursday, and then... What did I do Thursday that I couldn't do the show? I don't remember now. There was something that came up. Mm, I think you were... Whatever uh, my life feeling. is. Oh, no, computer crapped out. Oh, right. I lost a monitor. Yeah, in fact, it was yeah. this show I was setting up for, and I lost a monitor, and not only that, it for some reason, monitors with all their extra parts and pieces, I think I talked about it last week a little bit, but it uh, told my computer that there were other things wrong that weren't. And uh, so troubleshooting, troubleshooting, figured it out. Monitor's dead. It's now off in a recycled graveyard. Got another one in the mail. As a replacement, swallowed that bitter pill and said, oh, that's for business. Okay, I can do this. Brought it in. You guys are over there now on my cheap BenQ I ordered. Or Bank, or how do you say it? How do you say those? Is it BenQ? I don't know. I don't know. It's a terrible name, though. It's really bad, right? Uh, They they advertise I know a rose by any other name would smell as sweet, but not BenQ. No. Like, they really... They really weren't trying to win anybody with that name. <laughs> no. And I went super like entry level with this because I just need a secondary monitor for stuff. Uh, nothing fancy. So it's cheap and works there and that's go. fine with me. You guys are on it. I look okay on it. Life is good. And we're back with a show with all damn three of us. But uh, a collective congratulations from all the core listeners and everybody to John for his fatherness. 
Uh, well done, John. It's been how long now? How old is he? Two weeks? Two. Uh, yeah, he's uh, 16 days. 16 or 17 days. Two, a little over two weeks. Jeez. So, All right. Wow. Already. Grown up so fast, the little man. Yep. In college. <laughs> Today he discovered fingers. That's, oh. his, that's his new thing. Yeah. He loves fingers. Fingers are great. Especially his, his own, right? That's the ones he's into. He yeah. doesn't care about yours. Yeah, although in lieu of being able to get to his own fingers, he will grab other people's and start bringing them to the mouth. He's oh. like, oh, yeah. He's like, well, we'll see. We'll, I'm not picky. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, uh, Bo, it's like pepperoni sticks in Canada. You just can't put, yeah. you just can't have one. Finger pepperonis. Yeah. Fingeronis. Fingeronis. <laughs> <laughs> sounds low. Sounds delicious. Uh, well, all right. I'm hey, glad. Mark, can I have a pack of them fingeronis, please? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they sound great, and I would eat a fingeroni if I had one right now, but sadly I don't. Instead, I got video games to talk about. We're going to start with a massive story. So that Microsoft deal where they paid $7.5 billion with a B dollars for Bethesda is officially through, like uh, past all regulators slash, uh, I was thinking of them as underwriters, but whatever it is, all these committees have to make sure it's all on the up and up and blah, blah, blah. That all happened. Approval happened. And they are wasting no time to then reap the benefits of that happening. So Microsoft now owns them. Uh, they did get out a little bit uh, in some interviews and actually say the words, the reason for this acquisition was to build amazing exclusive games to their service, meaning Xbox and PC, not PlayStation or other devices, potentially. Not all of it, but clearly some of it, or they wouldn't have said that. Um, yep. But here's the bigger news. This Bethesda train pulled in just in time to unload 50 Video, or sorry, 50, 20. Uh, don't want to get too excited. <laughs> oh, oh, got a lot less impressive. <laughs> 20 video games are getting dumped off the back of that truck and directly into Game Pass's veins tomorrow. Like tomorrow, this is happening. So they've just been holding on this and waiting for all of the regulatory approval crap to go through and for the sale to be final. And they are going to dump the following games on everybody. All right. And so this is games basically across all of their IPs, including all their studios like id Software, Arcane, Zenimax Media, Tango Gameworks, Machine Games, all those people. They're out, they're out, they are all now officially under the Xbox Games Studios banner. And here are the games that will show up tomorrow. Dishonored, Definitive Edition, Dishonored 2. That game's great, by the way, Dishonored 2. Highly recommend it. Uh, 1993's Doom, so the original Doom. Doom 2, again, PC and Xbox is where all this is going to go. Doom 64, a much underappreciated <laughs> version of Doom. It's great. It's very good. Yeah. I just love that it's still called 64. I know why it is, but right. it just seems funny. We're putting it on Xbox and PC. Yep. Doom 64, everybody. Yep. And by the way, all yeah. this all this stuff is, is either already on or recently on Steam and will stay there too. So the PC side seems to be same. It's, it appears to be the same... Um, philosophy across the PC ecosystem where they're like, all right, if these are PC, if these games play on PC, we're going to have them on game pass. They'll be available on our store if they don't want to do game pass, but we'll also put it on steam and where appropriate Epic and things like that. And so that's true here as well. So when they say exclusives, even if they're talking about this stuff, which I guess technically they can't, cause this is all out of the, this is all games that have already existed. Um, but no matter what on the PC side, it sounds like it will, Steam will get a 
we'll get a version of the games we're talking about. That's that seems clear. Anyway, to keep moving here, Doom Three, two thousand four is Doom Three, a controversial uh, game. That game. Uh, yeah. As to whether it's good or not, <laughs> it's no, it's not good. It's not. It's very good. Very good. <sighs> it's bad. It's a bad. Game. I land between you guys. So John hates it. Bo likes it. I feel like there are things in it, and there's stuff that engine did in 04 that blew my mind. But I can't say it's the best Doom game by any stretch. Um, I think if you play Doom three to the moment everything goes wrong, maybe a little past so you get to at least shoot a gun. Yeah. You have completed everything you need to do to see and appreciate that game. (laughs) It has a very cool world-building atmosphere. It's got a very cool Half-Life opening where you're a dude going to work. Lots of cool, like, interaction with mini-menu things. Um, It has one of the coolest, like, oh, no, we've unleashed hell kind of moments in a Doom game. That stuff's awesome. Uh, Watching the dude next to you go, and he turns into a demon, and then you have to kill him. Like, that's all cool. Uh, After that moment, that game immediately goes downhill when the guy couldn't figure out how to, how does flashlight and gun work? I can't, I can't do it. They had a mod, though, right? You could put the mod on there, and you could... The, you could uh, and the expat the dlc has it so that the gun is on the flashlight and i think they eventually patched it or something but oh that's right i'm remembering that now there was a patch where yeah. they just basically threw up their hands and said fine this tense mechanic we were trying to put in for survival horror we'll take it out i guess and just make it default think, that the gun i think what i appreciated the most about doom 3 was that it doesn't have a soundtrack really uh, like most of the game is soundtrack free, if I'm remembering correctly. There's a lot of engines and things worrying. It's very, I liked it. Very, very atmospheric. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Controversial for sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like Doom 3, uh, or sorry, the Dead Space games felt like Doom 3 sequels to me. In that they took mm-hmm. a lot of those concepts and the sort of space horror stuff and then moved those, moved all that part of that game forward, even though they're nothing to do with each other, different developers, different publishers. But the, those Dead Space games for me were like, oh, that's Doom 3 the way I like it. Like a more fleshed out experience. There's real progression in this. Like it's, it's more than what Doom 3 was. Mm-hmm. Doom 3 by itself, eh, like, like you both said, they had some ideas. Maybe it petered out a little early for some. The second half, though, is pretty action-based, and the expansion they had for it was pretty action-based, too. I don't know. I think I think that first half feels very moody, but it does get... It just changes as the game goes on. Gotcha. Uh, Doom Eternal is also on this list. I don't know why the Doom 2016 isn't. I think it's because it already is. I think that's already on Game Pass as part of a prior agreement, so that's why that's not on this yeah, list. Yeah, I think you're right. Because um, I've seen it on there. I thought Eternal was, too, so this list confused me a little bit. But anyway... Uh, let's see. We move out of Doom. We move into Fallout. We got Fallout New Vegas, which is their, uh, that's the version of the game with everything like DLC and all the bonus crap. And it's the, it's the full meal deal. Um, Interestingly, not on PC game pass. Oh, is that true? That's only Xbox. Weird. It's because yeah, everyone owns two, it. Two it weird emissions on PC. Yeah. Oh, is that <laughs> why? Steam, it's always on $3 sale for $2. Yeah. You can't, you can't have your permanent $2 sale game. Just show up on PC suddenly for free. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. But anyway, that's there. Uh, New Vegas is my favorite. If if I had my way, now that Obsidian and Bethesda are both owned by the same company and Microsoft has massive amounts of deep pockets, 
I would love it if they just said, hey, I uh, came in the office one day. Hey, Obsidian, uh, you guys are down the hall and uh, just pretty up New Vegas, make it look modern, but keep the game the same. And then put that on Series X and PC and people would love us forever. Like I would play the shit out of that game again. Um, and I know there are mods that do this now. Like there's a bunch of community mods to make that game look grossly pretty. But I want it from like them. I want them to do it. This is never going to happen, but I'm just putting it out there that that would be that would be great. Uh, let's see. Fallout 76, Steel Dawn, which apparently is in a way better place than it's been since uh, forever. Uh, Prey, Rage 2, uh, The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. Also, Rage 2 is on Game Pass already. So, it's an, again, another one on this list that for what, why Doom 2016 isn't, I don't know. Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. If you want to see a game that really looks like shit now, give that one a go. Ugly. Although another game with like crazy mod support. Have you seen how people can get that game to look these no, days? Like, no. I'd love it's to. crazy. I'd love to see more of that. But I, I mean, well, on console, I guess we won't see that. But unless they do, well, there's rumors of mods coming too. By the way, that's the other thing that came out with this is talk of, um, you know, the mod stores for these games like Skyrim and for uh, freaking, um, sorry, Fallout Four. That's already part of, I believe, console play. But in theory, there's like oh, more really? coming, like more moddy stuff that you can personally mod and screw around with and then send to your Xbox. I don't know. There was some talk of that yesterday, oh. and I should have written that link down, but I didn't. So we'll see I get embarrassed goes. talking about Morrowind's graphics because I kind of famously to some of my friends said, how are they going to make graphics better than this? Look at these screenshots. <laughs> and I was like, you can't get better than this. You can't get realer than real. Yeah, and you were and, wrong. You were uh, so wrong. Now it looks now it looks bad. It looks now like it just garbage. doesn't look good anymore. It looks like crap. <laughs> uh, apparently, you can't get realer than real. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of thing you want to be wrong about, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'd rather Definitely be wrong. Than wrong. Yeah. Can you guys explain it's a good thing to me? To be wrong about. Bo, you got to explain this to me because I saw you post this in our Slack earlier. Because uh, Oblivion's on this list, Elder Scrolls Four. <laughs> oh. Uh, this is a big yeah. recommend for everyone i think i watched like four hours of this today i, I, I couldn't loop. stop once i started it i was like i don't want to no. leave plus it's live it's I can't. weirdly addictive yeah. it's amazing so, what is yeah, it so if you want to find this there's a live stream on youtube called um oblivion npc dialogue hyphen live stream by whacked out entertainment <laughs> okay and i have no idea what the source video is but it's basically this guy Greg and these vignettes of him kind of just doing things in life, like really the most basic things. It looks almost like maybe it was a language tutorial deal. I think it they, must and, have been, right? And this, they, he's it, speaking it so his elocution is so deliberate. Yeah. Um, and it's from I think the 80s. I think they define and if I, it's from the 80s because at one point he's riding a unicycle and they, and they ask him about it. And he's like, he bought it in 1972, 15 years ago or something like that. Or yeah. They can date it based on a conversation in there to the eighties yeah. somehow. And it's overlaid with oblivion font. And um, <laughs> even we're watching now your athletic skill is increased because he's carrying groceries. Yep. They, and they, they, it's they just the, the most basic UI. It's not like done to perfection. Like the health bars don't go down, but it's just hilarious and mesmerizing especially with the oblivion soundtrack like every time a vignette starts that you know when you've loaded from fast travel that like sort of background music very evocative from oblivion starts and it just makes it this mesmerizing thing he talks like a 
like a crappy NPC from, you know, earlier era games where they, his eyes don't blink. And like a lot of a lot of video game NPCs from that era, like their eyes from like Oblivion. I don't remember if their eyes blink or not. Like, it's really just strange. And well, I listen what they, let everyone. me play some audio from it so people can hear what yeah. it sounds like because <laughs> it's on right now. This guy just helped load groceries into some lady's car. Yeah, he's really tired. Pay attention to the music most carefully. The music is what makes it. Yeah, the music. I don't think he's going to say anything. I think this is the end of a vignette. It might be. Okay, here's a new one. It'll it'll switch soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's live, so I can't skip, but that's yeah. also been part of the problem is I haven't been able to quit because I know it's live and I'm going to miss something. So if you, this guy's channel actually has video versions of it, I think he's just... Oh, was he comp, just stringing comp, these together? Put okay. them all together, and, and now... Oh, but the new one's going to start, so hang on. All right, here it is. There. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm paying bills. <laughs> Have you paid many bills this week? Yes. I've paid a lot of bills this week. I paid the telephone bill on Monday. <laughs> and I'm paying the electric and gas bills today. That's the best of the game. Then they move on to another one, and it just goes and goes. It's and the really mu- it's great. the music. Like every time one starts, the music starts, and I feel like I've loaded up into a new, like, you know, tavern or something. And every now and then, the music's something a little different from like a combat or from a, so different area. Like, yeah, yeah. There's it's, one where uh, I'm assuming his kids are fighting in the background. It's hilarious because yeah. they are. I haven't seen just that one. doing over-the-top fighting moves and it's playing the combat uh music from oblivion <laughs> and it's just what what's going on oh they're fighting they're brothers that's and just, uh that's just amazing like, should we stop them no they're brothers it's fine <laughs> it's just really good well, what's funny about it is it's like right now they got 174 people is all watching um it's yeah. not even that many people i don't think it's even that well known it feels like the kind of thing that would explode if more people knew about it. And it's, I can't stop. Like, I got to find out more. These origin videos, these have to be some kind of quick learning English, you know, series of videos. They have to be. Yeah. Right? I saw a behind the scenes from some DVD thing on YouTube as I kind of fell down the rabbit hole with this. And apparently it was a public access thing that he did to help try and teach English. And it ended up getting picked up and actually broadcast for a period of time. And I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. They are cutting out bits and pieces. So there is a slightly more educational bit where it shows what words he's going to feature in the vignette. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just this very strange thing that I feel like is just proof of alien life because so you're it's, a, it's, and you're a, just like, oh it's a made gosh, at home thing right like, oh, yeah. like he made this at home with a buddy basically yeah. it's him and it's some other guy yelling and it's him with a home camera I, I watched him fall and I watched him get out clearly of clearly no actor like oh yeah clearly no. like <laughs> yeah I would love to I mean like if this went viral then you'd start to hear news cycles or news sites going hey we talked to the guy behind the crazy viral sensation or whatever but you know, at 178 people, this isn't going to explode. Yeah, but, but it's, it's been streaming amazing. since March 5th, and it's consistently been, I think, that amount of people I mean, it's, for six days. It's now a permanent. Yesterday. Watch this. Okay, here we go. I'll do one more. What are you doing? 
What did you say? What are you doing? Please say it again. <laughs> I said, what are you doing? I can't hear you. I've said it two times. I'm not going to say it again. I think that's the whole interaction. That's it. What is he doing? Is he he's rifling through a bottle of pills? Like it's kind of morbid. It's worse. He's rifling through a little container of of uh, paper clips. Like it's worse than that. Oh, it's more benign. Like yeah, more... it's even dumber. Oh, it's so weird. I'm gonna watch this and never stop because uh, I think it's amazing. As long as they keep. <laughs> I love this. I'm always laying on a sofa while watching TV. Look at the way he's sitting. <laughs> it's, it's just the weirdest like arrangement uh, of TV and couch I've ever seen. Oh, it's my favorite thing. You've maybe pasted in our group for a long time. So thank you for yeah, this gift I, that just keeps. This giving. is a treasure. This is this is the find of the day. It's really great. Um, all right. To continue my list, you can also play Prey Rage Two. I mentioned those. <laughs> Uh, Oblivion, Skyrim, of course. Skyrim, yet again, available somewhere. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if my theory will happen, which is TSO ends up being not just free in its base form, but that game's just always getting updates, and it's part of Game Pass. And every expansion... Well, every... Go ahead. Interestingly enough, it is also a PC-excluded one. It's the only other one that's not on the PC version of Game Pass. Oh, weird. I'll play it on my couch, though. I'd be into that. I like that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's my se- it's my favorite uh, go-to second MMO still. Uh, when I'm not playing WoW, I-, I drift back to ESO quite often. So even though I've got a lot of pr- uh, progress on the PC side, and I-, I can only assume I can't move that around, um, I still wouldn't mind. I mean, if it was free and it came with Game Pass, I'd do that. I'd totally do that. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. You got the Evil Within. I played that. That's a pretty good horror game, by the way. It's made by the Resident Evil uh, original Resident Evil guy. Made that game. It's mm. pretty good. I got only far enough to scream twenty times, and then I quit. So I didn't. Oh, fi- I didn't finish. Okay. It. Yeah, John. This was like 2014, so it was before you and I were doing scary games together. That's when I would have probably played through. Uh, had you been there. Um. Then we got Wolfenstein, The New Order, The Old Blood, and Young Blood. All of those, Young Blood being the least good of those three, but uh, <laughs> all of those available. So, so is Part Two already on there, or is, is uh, Two see. is not on the list? Yeah, Two's not on the list. I wonder why. Because The Old Blood was like an extra standalone. Oh, that's right, it DLC was. for New Order. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. Wolf Two is not on there. It's interesting. There must be some technical limitation happening here with the Elder Scrolls games and their mobile streaming stuff. So Game Game pa- or um, uh, Cl- uh, XCloud support for all of these is here, except for Fallout New Vegas. Uh, also not on PC. Funny enough, um, Elder Scrolls, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim, and, and online or sorry, and Skyrim. Those four or sorry, three are all on uh, PC. Uh, online not being there, which is hilarious. It's hilarious to me, but it's probably because they, you already have. You don't need Xbox Game Pass to get it online on PC. Like that makes sense. To I me. guess so. Um, but then Morrowind and Oblivion not available on X Cloud streaming to your phone or whatever device, but Skyrim is, and so is Elder Scrolls Online. So I don't know. Mm. It's, it's a weird mishmash there. There must be some weird tech going on. But anyway, they just wasted no time. It's like, hey, seven point five billion. Get off your, you know, quit sitting on your hands. We're done here. Let's get these games out and then let's start rolling in the new stuff. 
the one conversation I wanted to have real quick is they've got that, uh, so that Oblivion game being worked on that looks, or uh, sorry, Obsidian, which looks a lot like Skyrim called, not Be Gone, Overgone, Gonzo. What's it called? Ah, shit. Obsidian is making one called Gonzo? No, <laughs> hold on. Obsidian. <laughs> is it Avowed? Avowed, that's it. Uh, it's a, like a first person. I got a awesome looking flamey sword in this hand and I'm making ice over here in this hand. It looks like, you know, a Skyrim-ish style of RPG, first person RPG. Although, oh, I mean, I forgot about this. They kind of made that with out, Outer Worlds as well. So it's not like that's that weird for them to make a first person thing. Plus, they made New Vegas back in the day uh, for for them. But anyway, my point is. I think Avowed looks awesome. Like, I really want to play it, and I love Obsidian RPGs. I, there's something about their brand of RPG that, that I like the most. And so, now that they own these two big developers, is it redundant to make whatever Avowed is, but then also be making Elder Scrolls Six, Whatever that is. I mean... No, because I think there's going to be a lot of time between the two of those games. That's a good point. That's a really good yeah, point. Yeah, because isn't Starfinder, like, I, I sort of would assume Starfinder would come first, although I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Or Starfield? Starfield. Starfield. Field. Starfield. Yeah, that looks, oh, that doesn't look like Starfield anything. Starfield and seen, Odie. Yeah. Uh, is, yeah. I think that game, Starfield's going oh, to be their, <laughs> I get it. their gigantic in space uh, RPG that'll take on things like, you know, the Mass Effect style game or whatever. I think that thing's going to be huge, and I also think they're going to make some announcement at some point that that is exclusive to Xbox, Game Pass, and PC. I would not be surprised if they don't try to make yeah. that their flagship exclusivity title. So we'll see what. Yeah, happens. I mean, they're just those are so. It'd be crazy for them not to. There's such big draw, like tent tentpole deals. Like, yeah. why would they? Why would they share it? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, av- can't avoid it's it. a it's a chance to build a brand. Like if you if you all of a sudden come in and go, hey, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, which is literally a meme that it's on everything. The next game of that is only going to be on Microsoft games. I think then you do get a lot of flack of people going, well, why isn't it on everything? It should be on everything. But if you make a brand new IP, Starfield, yep. Yep. it's very easy to go, well, this is a Xbox exclusive game. R- right. and, and people don't have that lineage of, but it was it's always been on everything. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think that's a smart that's a smart move as far as picking where your exclusives go, if that's what they do. Yeah, they but well, it. I mean, in this case, players haven't even seen screenshots, really, not real ones that weren't supposedly leaked of Starfield or anything to do with it. So we don't even have an expectation yet other than it's the next big thing from Bethesda and it's a giant space-based RPG and that's all we know. So if it was more, if there were videos out and they were already saying at E3 events or video events and going, yeah, coming to all the console. You know, if they were already doing that kind of thing and then reversed, you'd, you'd be in trouble. But I don't, I don't think so. I'm very excited about whatever the hell that is, though. Uh, it may be terrible, who knows? But it may be great. So, everyone, relax. It's coming soon enough. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it with that. So, I'm just excited to see what uh, Game Pass looks like tomorrow. Their their recently added is going to just blast everything that's sitting there now. And shove them all down the list so you barely saw them if you didn't look at them over the last week. So maybe go check and see what's new on Game Pass right now before it becomes invisible uh, because of the influx of Bethesda software. Uh, any other thoughts about this? I mean, uh, this makes sense to me. They were probably just waiting to pull the trigger. 
And now that this is all done, get the old catalog on there, start talking about new games coming, start, you know. Oh, some of them are already on there. I pulled it up because I wanted to see what was currently on Game Pass without... uh, What's up there? Before it hit, and some's already there. Uh, Old Blood, uh, New Order, Skyrim, Oblivion, The Evil Within, Morrowind, Prey, Fallout 4, Doom 64, Doom 3, and Doom 2 already all on there. Okay, so a couple not quite there, but but, but most of it's already there. That's great. Don't don't even worry about tomorrow. Today is your day, everybody, if you're into this. I'm into the New Vegas side of things, and also my daughter's going to flip out because that was her favorite game of the 360 era was New Vegas, so she's going to lose her mind. She has an Xbox, and she's going to want to play this, so I'm going to let her know after the show tonight. Um, In other news, Artifact is done. It is now literally an artifact of video game history. Uh, The free-to-play thing. Oh, it'll be free-to-play now. You used to have to pay for it. Uh, but that that uh, notably uh, <laughs> massive failure at Valve for competitive Hearthstone style uh, CCG card game with the uh, the creator of Magic and involved in everything took a big dump didn't go anywhere and the uh, it's now just up there free to play no more updates they're done so you can play it if you want but they are supporting that game no longer is anyone surprised because I'm not at all. No, I felt we had to talk about it just because we talked about it so much. And, you know, it's it's just interesting to see the flip side of the success. Big studio goes after the TCG market and it's like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> yeah, just out. You know, I it's... feel like more and more these stories you're seeing, le- you're seeing less of somebody gets into a genre after the fact, after it's been well established and just takes it over when it comes to competitive games. I feel like there was a time for that. You know, certainly you look at a game like World of Warcraft, it was by no means the first MMO. It came out well into the existence of MMOs and then just sort of took over. But I feel like that sort of story is becoming rarer and rarer, and it's becoming more a story of, hey, somebody struck while the iron was hot and, you know, took over, and then everybody tried to chase it, and maybe one or two stuck around, but most of them flopped. We are definitely in a place where that is less. You hear about it less. If it's happening, it's not happening in the in the you know in our in our view. Maybe it's happening in a more broad sense. Like now, there are five new CCG Hearthstone clones coming out of China every day, and they're all on mobile. And so at this point, who cares? We've lost track, or MMOs on mobile, or any of that sort of thing. It's no longer like. Well, I guess I guess Riot just announced an MMO, and that is big news. Um, what really oh yeah they're they're doing an mmo but not based on league is it league it's, it's not based on blizzard ip well it's you <laughs> <laughs> zing uh no i think it actually i take that back i think it is based on league um crap so this was announced a while ago via greg street on twitter he just said it one day and said, yeah, we're hiring for this MMO and yes, right. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that. <clears throat> so they're way, they're way early in this process. I don't I, think they're anywhere. Yeah, I guess. Cause anyway. you look at it, something like that and you're like, man, that could be, that might not even see the light of day. Like I imagine that's so early in the process that oh, it's very early, but I think it will. And here's why they basically hired Greg for this, in 2014 this is what he hired they hired him for yeah in the meantime though they had to beef everything up get other ips out there get that shooter done get the card game done 
like all that stuff's kind of happened under his his watchful eye and then finally get to a place where they're like all right we can start work on this mmo now how far in there are i don't know i have no idea uh, he couldn't tell me if i asked although i might ask <laughs> to see what he says. <laughs> probably aiming yeah, for a make new him generation. say he can't tell you yeah, that's the way yeah. <laughs> i really want to know because um it's at least interesting because they have the resources to do this and pull it off uh, and, and, and make a splash because they've got a huge player base. But I don't know. What I don't know. Means. I have faith. I have faith in Greg. He's great. His era and wow, yeah. you know, was landmark for a lot of reasons. Um, I have faith in him. I don't have faith in the IP. I don't mm. I don't think you've got a bunch of league people so deep entrenched in that lore that they're like, yeah, finally, I'm going to explore the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, of, of these deep characters. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm always a big critic of league. I I don't know where my bias ends and me being realistic begins. I don't have faith that people can make an MMO anymore these Mm. days without like some really radical changes to what that is. Um, you know, even wow, uh, isn't cutting it for me anymore. Right. And so as a result, it's it's kind of in an interesting place where saying we're doing an MMO comes with a lot of preconceptions. And I you, I need to know how you're going to break those because I don't think it's a genre I'm interested in anymore. Yeah, at least as, as it is currently presented. And it's really hard to break from that mold. So I don't know who breaks that mold. And I don't know that League is the one that I does. I think it's Roblox doing it. Roblox, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, in, a lot, in like, a lot of ways, I mean, <laughs> in a lot of ways, that's... You know, Fortnite for a whole generation is that it's not an MMO, but it's progression and it's unlocks and it's a chat room and it's their social circles and it's huge events. Like it's and they kind of ripped that. off a popular IP and capitalized off Lego. Yeah, I don't play it, but that it looks like the Lego video game without the oh, brand. Roblox, I don't yeah, care, yeah. but. I'm way more involved in Roblox than I wish I was. It is the most popular video game in this household by far, uh, unfortunately. And basically, uh, Roblox is kind of a platform. It's it's not really a game. You don't play Roblox. You it, Roblox is like a community where they have created a bunch of rip-off, like, knockoff games that you play within quote-unquote Roblox. So, for example, when Among Us was really popular, somebody went into Roblox and made Among Us in Roblox Yeah. so that all these kids had a way to play Among Us. Right. Um, so, so, but is there is there multi, like, do you log in and hang out with avatars? Oh, yeah. Yes. With people? Oh, yeah. 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 Then yeah. it's, 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 like, the MMO, there's MMORPG as a genre of what it is, and then there's just online multi-user dimension experiences. Right. Like, take it back to the mud <laughs> terminology, but, like, you're online, you're hanging out with people. I think that's where you have, that's what the MMO becomes in the future, that more instance-based, like, content, which is kind of like what you're saying. You can meet people in this world, and then they can create things in the world and then just do the thing. And then you have these more precise experiences like TCGs and esports games and whatever else the future brings. Like to me, the MMO concept was like, oh, you have this living world that's persistent all the time. And as it turns out, nobody has time to be in a persistent world because they have real life to deal with. So it's a hard sell for a lot of people, right? Sure. sure. Plus, it all just feels like wow clones because that model's been the best. So why people aren't going to 
deviate from that too much or you will alienate new players or even existing players. Uh, there, there's, there's a real hole. That, that whole thing has painted themselves into a bit of a corner. Um, I'm looking at Roblox video right now because I've never really looked at this game much. How, I mean, I know this is enormously popular, like out of control popular with yes. kids. Uh, how pissed are you at Lego if you see this happening and you realize that this was yours to lose? Like you, you effed up Lego. Like, yeah, I, I know they a had lot a- of people should be pissed at Roblox. Roblox is basically we stole your shit simulator. Like <laughs> there are assets from other games like they full on take screenshots like it's the Wild West. Yeah. I don't know how Roblox has gotten to like if they if the kids go and I've seen stuff like this and they go. Well, I hear the adults talking about Grand Theft Auto. So I'm going to search for Grand Theft Auto. It'll pop up in Roblox with the box art and everything. (laughs) And they'll load in and play some bullshit Lego game (laughs) that is nothing like it. But then the kids run around going, I played Grand Theft Auto. And then the parents get in trouble. And it's like, no, we let them play Roblox. It's all we were letting them do. Um, Mm. It's it's. It's kind of skeezy, but it also looks like shit to me. It just looks so bad. It it looks like garbage. It it is absolutely awful. Every time one of the kids has shown me one of their avatars, I'm like, this looks like a pile of shit. And they think I'm glad you're proud of it. Yeah, it looks like they think it's awesome. Because I don't know much about it, but I looked at it a little bit before the show today because there's that big headline about the sale or the stock valuation or something. Yeah. And like. There is a, a machinima movie that is an hour and a half long. It is poorly voice acted. It's all done in Roblox, so it doesn't even look good. Like, wow, machinima turfs it like any day of the week. It has 42 million views, and the yep. comments are all like, this is amazing. And I'm like, this is looks like utter garbage. Like, and I want to be supportive of fan-made content, but like I've yeah. seen tons better in the Blizzard camp alone. Yeah, like, and I'm like, it must be children who really appreciate this kind of thing. Like, it, it's, it it's is all I can definitely a generational thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's the thing where, and I'm seeing it in the chat room, and it is true. It does a lot of good. Like, it's very easy for me to go. The graphics are shitty. What a weird community. They're just ripping stuff off. It's it's bad. But you know, my my wife's son has really struggled with reading and writing. Roblox has helped him immensely with that. Yeah. He's really struggled with socializing. Roblox has helped him immensely with that. Like it genuinely does good. Um, but it is this like, it's scary as a parent too, though, because it's one of those things where it's like the all drug, like the kids aren't interested in eight different video games. They're just interested in Roblox because they can play something that claims to be all eight of those other video games that we would have been interested in as kids yeah. in that one place. Yeah. And then they come to you and they're like, well, we need Robux. And that's where they get you when they start asking for Robux, because <laughs> that's when you put money into the thing and they get, yeah. you know, fake dollars to spend on lousy looking avatar crap. We have a no Robux rule in this household. Cause yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know that's a good idea. I know a scam when I see it. Yeah, you know what's up with this stuff. Well, um, <laughs> but won't you think this potentially could age into like, you know, it looks crappy now, but by the time the kids playing it become adults, then Roblox becomes this more sophisticated thing. I, mean, I don't think you can like. avoid it. It's such a massive hit and such a massive platform that I don't think I think that that's guaranteed. I mean, whether they keep playing it or not is a good question, but it's like you know, Minecraft hasn't really diminished in popularity either, uh, nor has it 
uh, really gone anywhere in terms of, you know, any kind of massive change. When your platform's this yeah. popular, I think it just exists and keeps existing. And, and yeah, just like printing money. Yeah. They, you hire people, keep putting content in it. Kind of, yeah. Becomes, it, and- it becomes generational, it becomes cultural, it becomes part of the culture and the fabric. And then people uh, associate it with more mm-hmm. than just, well, this is a game I played when I was a kid. They'll be nostalgic about it. There'll be people who want the original versus people who want to play the awesome <laughs> new holographic whatever in their brain work. Want to be on the classic Roblox server. <laughs> right. There will be some of that. Oh and um, they'll just repeat our mistakes. That's just the way this the way the video yeah. game world goes. But um, boy, I'm looking at video and it sucks. It's just so it's strange. really bad though. Like even I even I'm watching and I'm like, man, Minecraft is better than this. Like I'm just, yes. yeah. like, I'm like because Minecraft is at least there's some sort of aesthetic unity to the way everything appears this looks like like john said like just random stuff that just consistently looks shitty (laughs) yeah disproportionate unesthetically pleasing and it's like it doesn't seem to matter in in a weird way it's like it's like the it's like blade runner world in that i mean like fidelity doesn't matter uh you know, zoom and enhance looks like shit. Uh, everything that that they look at in those movies are, are meant to look kind of janky and like it's about to fall apart. And you got to go find a part in the middle of old to- or new Tokyo, and it's all rainy, and you got to eat noodles. And like for some reason, Roblox and stuff like this makes me think this isn't about ooh cutting edge video card or cutting edge graphics, or obviously it isn't, but it's more about look at this weird shit we're doing in here like i I don't know i can't i can't explain it it's It's, a weird thing it's community it's zeitgeist like it's it's the thing that all the kids are talking about we played pogs when i was in elementary school that's the shittiest game that ever existed and you spend a bunch of money on stuff and then your friends take it away because they stole all your pogs and it turns into a big fight in the schoolyard what a stupid game but everybody was playing it so everybody did it yeah i had some cool power ranger pogs yeah that's But these it's are, the same thing. Yeah, you're it's right. just a part of it, it's a flash in the pan. It's something that they can all talk about. They can all interact on recess. And now because they're all, you know, doing school from home, it's a button click away. They're already in meetings with all their classmates yeah. and they just go, hey, guys, let's get in a different meeting and go play Roblox. The right and part, it's super part, easy. part of the reason it's so big is this isn't Lego. This isn't a branded thing. This isn't your parents company they've known about since they were little kids. This is some other thing that parents don't quite get. You have to explain it to them. Even when they see it, they're like, oh, it's like Legos. No, dad, it's not like Legos. It's not Legos. (laughs) Like, I can just see how that works in their heads. There's a reason, like I say, it's their, you know, it was Legos fortune to miss. But at the same time, they would have had a harder time. You know, they're a brand. They had an MMO going. They were trying to do Minecraft. Lego couldn't rip off Grand Theft Auto. They got to pay license and royalty freeze like a grown-up corporation does. (laughs) And and it it sounds like that there's a lot of skeevy stuff going on here. It's all very guerrilla to me. And a part of me is fascinated by that. Um, It's it's interesting. I just get mad because, like, I thought, okay, here's two kids that love video games. Like, that was kind of the bill of goods I was sold when I met the children of this household. (laughs) And I was like, sweet, I like video games. We're going to get along like gangbusters. This is going to be awesome. And then it was like, hey, you guys like video games? They're like, we like a game, and it's the worst game ever, and you would rather stab yourself in the eye with a pencil than play it. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) There goes any chance to interact with you. (laughs) Because why does it have to be this game? Why can't it be any other game? I'll play Minecraft. 
Minecraft, yeah. I'll play a lot of really bad games. Why does it have to be this one game? Yeah. When the time is right, you're going to show them something truly cool, and they're going to say goodbye to Roblox forever. Yeah, they'll age out of it. They'll age out of it. I did briefly get them into Burnout Paradise. That was a cool period of time. Yeah, that's still a... That's a that's a real. I'm looking at racing in Roblox right now, and this looks like <laughs> a bad nightmare compared to an old racing game like. Burnout it's Paradise. what they got, Scott. The parents won't let them play GTA because there's adult stuff in it. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know? you're right. That's part of it. And every yeah. parent I know right now is dealing with some form of what John just described. If they're gamers or not, their kids just are completely obsessed with this. Their slightly older kids are obsessed with Fortnite still. Like that is the zone. And the companies that, that hit the zone right are, are benefiting greatly from it. Whether oh. this keeps existing, who knows? I don't know. John, you're going to hit the Fortnite bump soon. Oh, I man. can't wait. I want to get them into Fortnite so they'll stop playing Roblox. I'll at least play Fortnite. <laughs> That's how much you hate Roblox. You'd be like, I'm willing to love Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will okay. build a damn tower if you stop playing Roblox, please. Yeah. It's just got a real, like... Hey, 1997 called and they want their shitty video game back. Look to yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's really yeah. hard for me to watch Look. after a while. Ugh, I can't imagine playing this or being forced to play it because your kids. I couldn't play. imagine playing it even in an era where it would look amazing. It still looks bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm glad we talked about it because these are the big top down issues I like discussing on the show because I think they're super interesting for real I, I really well, I mean it made a major headline like it sold for a whole bunch and I'm like what is Roblox who talks about nobody and, yeah. and then I was like who watches this machinima movie 42 million times like oh, did yeah. I miss something and I'm like clearly it's kid stuff and it's, we're stupid dude we should be uh, and you're right Artemis T- Tiger says I love how three Gen Xers are crapping on a game made for young kids well Bo and I maybe. I think John falls into the millennial category. It doesn't matter. Who yeah, cares about technic- that? Technically a millennial. Yeah. You, I mean, it mis- doesn't look like it's made for young kids. I just want to throw that out. Yeah, there. I so agree. that's why I'm shitting on it. But here's the other thing. I don't even know that what we're doing is shitting on it. We're trying to understand it. We're also discussing it. It's a phenomenon. And of course, this is what happens. Older generations of gamers or of whatever foreign art, you know, filmmakers, whatever, they're going to look at the current stuff and they're going to gauge it. This is us trying to gauge what the hell this is, and 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 I don't I don't think it's. Yeah, I, I mean, there's obviously something to it. If there wasn't, it wouldn't be this monster hit worth billions. Like, there's no there's no doubt about it. It's just I'm I'm for me I'm hit. literally learning what Roblox really is today. Like, and it's usually when it's a kids game, it's like for ages three and seven, or it kind of clearly looks like it's for kids. But this looks like, I mean, Minecraft isn't clearly for kids, right? It yeah. don't play that, but. It, yeah. But you could you you wouldn't be mad at someone for mistaking it for a kid's game. And I just think I look at that and I'm like, oh, this is like Minecraft and maybe it's for all ages. Maybe it's a phenomenon I missed. And I'm like, no, clearly it isn't. I just don't like that they don't display that <laughs> quite right. prominently. When will this get when they, will this get RTX support? That's what I want to know. Because I can play Minecraft. Yeah, Roblox RTX. Yeah. We need it. Where where are you, NVIDIA? <laughs> uh, spiral shape in the chat, I think, really nails it. I'd probably love it if I was a young kid. Oh, that's true. I remember devoting an entire summer to some, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was like some basic 3d world type. You, you just floated around in the world and it, it was a big AOL chat room with a 3d world to float around in. Yeah. It was nothing interesting. It looked a hundred times worse than Roblox. It had way less to do. And I devoted an entire summer vacation to just floating around. In fact, they released a special world for the new, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Oh my gosh. And I spent 
days looking for Godzilla in the 3D world. He wasn't in it. No. There was no Godzilla to find. I just floated around looking for him. Yep. But they couldn't Seems render like a big Godzilla. <laughs> it would be hard to miss. <laughs> but I was like, well, surely they didn't release a 3D Godzilla world where you can't see Godzilla. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And that's a fair point. I was point. a dumb kid. Yeah. And you're a kid and you don't care. To me, it's like this. Yes, this looks good to kids. You know what else looks good to kids? Tiny Toons, uh, Muppet Babies, uh, freaking Super Friends, if you want to go way back. Like, hey, we think I this like sh- all three things you just I do, I do too. But, well, Muppet Babies is pretty shitty if you look at it now. But I do too because, again, looking through the eyes of a kid, everything's rad. I've been watching after yeah. streams in the morning. I've been watching um, uh, Star Blazers. Old Japanese seventies era Star Blazers episodes when those were Is that on. The one where was, they all had bird helmets? Uh, no, you're thinking of uh, G Force. Uh, uh, Star Blazers are the one with the giant. It was like a giant um, aircraft carrier that they converted to be a spaceship. Oh, it, I think I remember. Do you remember this? I was so into like it. They, as a kid. they localize it for North American audiences or something. Probably, yes, right? big time. Oh, yeah. And that's the stuff I've been playing on the show. And I really, really like it even now because it's cheesy as hell. But I know it isn't good. I not, But when I was a kid, I thought it was badass. And I'll watch it now because that Yamato gun thing on that front of that boat was so Yamato. badass. It was so cool. So I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, kids, it's a different view of everything. And that's great. And I'm glad this exists, and I hope kids are enjoying it, and the parents aren't feeling too intimidated by it, because that can be its own challenge. Uh, just try to keep, you know, keep the kid uh, doing something other than just this during a pandemic, even harder. So uh, my my heart goes out to the parents. But like John said, there are side benefits. Like kids do. Like my, I guarantee you this. My son is very mechanical, like really good. He's 20 now, but he's very good at like seeing a thing and saying, okay, that's how I would disassemble that, put that back together. I am convinced that his time when he was nine years old playing Minecraft nonstop is partially responsible for his mechanical head. He's very good at that stuff and didn't show signs of it until massive amounts of Minecraft were jammed into his head. And now he can take apart anything, put it back together, has a real interest in that sort of thing. He's very structural, just looking at something and see how it's made. Like, I think he got it from that. And and that's a very real skill. And games are great for that. So if Roblox is doing that for somebody, whatever it is, great. No complaints. Artifact going away. That was the point. Yep. Bye. How did we get all the way from Artifact to Roblox? I don't know how we did it. I don't know. I think yeah, I have no idea. That's I'm why this show try. is great, Bo. That's why it's great. Just remember this, everybody. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it that it's great. I don't really know, but I'm glad you all are enjoying it very much. People love this show and they love it because we go places. All right. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected will let you import your original saves. They didn't say this on BlizzCon online week or whatever. They said this later. And I think it's fascinating. If you still have your old saves, your old ass freaking PC saves from 20 years ago, uh, they will import into Resurrected and you can have all your stuff which I think is yet I, first of all, I think it's kind of crazy and amazing at the same time. And I also think that it's a yet another attempt at blizzard saying, this isn't like reforged. We're going to do a lot of really cool things with this. And we want you to know that, that you're not just, <laughs> it's not going to be another reforged nightmare from the Warcraft three business. So, so enjoy our weird 
added features and functions and I'm totally down for it. I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, Even it's very, it's more niche, interesting. Neat. Yeah. It, it works with the old like trainer programs that people used to have for Diablo. Did you ever use any of those oh, no. where you could, did. you could boot it up and you could be like, yeah, I want to be le- just level myself up and you click a button. Boom. You're a higher level instant instantly higher level you could give yourself loot uh it was hacking tools of some kind i don't know how i wound up with them i did i i don't remember much about them but i remember being able to cheat at diablo 2 and it was a lot of fun yep i forgot about those trainers i never dared i was always afraid i was going to get a virus or something weird happen i remember feeling that way uh turns out if you're young enough that does not concern you and you boldly go where no one would dare go when they were older oh yeah a lot of a lot of shady sites to get a lot of things like AOL chat room uh, bots that would spam messages and try and kick people off of AOL chat rooms and uh, all sorts of cool programs like that. But nowadays I'm like, I would never go to these websites. What was I thinking? Yeah. Malware everywhere you turn. In fact, speaking of Minecraft and my my son, he was so into it that he was doing that. He's going to these sites. It's back in it was the Java version of the game. Like that game came out in 09, I think. Yeah, that was the first year. So yeah. so he was going to all these sites and downloading these mods for it, and they were just riddled. There's, a, I'm telling you right now, there's an old tower in that room right over there. Can't see it on camera. I, there's nothing in there near it. It's all sitting by itself in the corner. I will never plug that in, ever. Because I know that thing is just like a bag of spiders. <laughs> like... like <laughs> As soon as I, if I hook that up to the internet, my entire house would go, you're now being held for 1400 Bitcoin. Please pay immediately or we'll wipe out the world. Like that's how bad that machine was compromised because of his mods. And they were all from the mods. And every time I'd run a a virus check on it, it would just pick all these mod files. Like, oh, you found a, you know, a texture pack. And attached to that was the kick you in the ass freaking filter bug that uh shut everything down and destroyed your registry or whatever like all that kind of stuff it was nightmarish back then and it was a nice learning experience it was like nick now you understand you can't you got to have reputable sites how do you find those you have to ask around you have to look around it's like learning learning time for nick definitely happened but i will not i don't know what i'm going to do with that computer but it feels like i've got like nuclear waste products in my house like and I don't want to plug it in. I never do. I feel, probably I feel like it. my generation was a bit more careful about things simply because we were from the era of the pop-up. And uh, I don't know if anybody out there knows the terror that is the porny-sounding pop-up that would randomly pop up if your computer was infected with something. Yeah. You were always terrified your parents would be in the room. And all of a sudden, they just hear a, ah! And you're like... <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know why it's open. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I was always very worried about what sort of viruses or issues would uh, would infect my computer. I was always very careful about that. Yeah. I think the worst thing that ever happened to me is I did have one thing where I just was like some weird, like horny looking thing took over my Internet Explorer. I don't know what that was. We did a whole system wipe when that happened to avoid getting in trouble with my parents. And then uh, the other, you know, it was probably internet parents, thing. Right? Yeah, it was probably his parents. No, because yeah. no, I have my own computer, and that's what got 
that's where uh-huh. I got in trouble. That's the best time. place to go sneak off. <laughs> oh, and say stuff like that. That's kind of. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's not the main computer. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, fair blame, point. Blame if you kid. don't know where it came from, it came from somewhere. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not right. Um, but the the most trouble I ever got into in the internet growing up was uh, Nintendo sent me a cease and desist. Whoa! When I was when I was like thirteen, hold on, maybe younger. Let's hear this yeah. story. What did you do to get a cease and desist from, from Nintendo? I had a Pokemon fan site, um, and I was very proud of it. And one of my favorite features on the Pokemon fan site was that I would have battles of which pokemon do you like better and i'd put up a graphic of whichever two were fighting so you know we'll say pikachu and charmander and you vote for which one you want to win the fight right and then the following week i would i would do probably in paint because i don't know if i had photoshop yet as a kid i would draw a little championship wrestling belt on the pokemon that won and on the Pokemon that lost, I'd draw them all bloodied and cut up like they'd been in a real rough fight and lost. And yeah. I got a letter from Nintendo saying, we think you have an excellent Pokemon site. We really like it. However, these images are the licensed property of Nintendo, and you can't be editing them the way you are. Whoa. Please cease editing our official images on posting them on your website. Wow. I was like, I'm a child, <laughs> but I guess I'm going to listen to you because I'm scared that you found me. Yeah, that sounds like a scary thing. But also it was it was a premonition of what was to come because Nintendo now notoriously freaky about their stuff. Um, And that we didn't know that yet. Like, it's almost like you were the test subject for their for their lawyering. Uh, so well done. They're like, he did what we asked him to. Hey, let's do this all the time. Yeah, because they got real weird. Um, you know, as as time stuff like that makes me feel like I I hate that we reward Nintendo. You know, I'm just like every other company seems to take it in stride. You know, if it gets out of hand, they act on it. But don't have to go over fan sites that are doing anyways. I know. To me, to me, makes me want Nintendo to like eat some chud for it. You know. Well, here here's the problem. Like. I don't know if it's all cultural, but as a company culture goes, I think Nintendo's just really, really scared of all that stuff getting tweaked around. But I remember, I mean, I got a cease and desist from Marvel Comics. Sorry, DC Comics. Now I don't remember who it was. But wherever, I oh, it was DC because I was drawing fat Batman and fat mm. Wonder Woman and fat Wolverine. I was drawing all these fat characters. They were just big fat versions of these Guys, back in like oh two oh three, I think something. I remember seeing them actually. Yeah, you've probably them. seen them here and there. Uh, and um, I got cease and desist from those companies saying you can't do this. That idea today in the twenty twenty one world is ridiculous. Like, yeah, fan art sells and maintains your image and your property to the point that they need you. They want you to do that. Like we figured out the equation. It actually benefits these companies to have all of this fandom around it, including fan creation. And Nintendo has just been the slowest to figure it out. And I do think they're starting to, but it's, it's a, they're, they're weird, man. They're weird. I think it gets like murky when you're depending on what your profits like. So I know like there are people who make like, I think, you know, like game of Thrones, like Lannister things on Etsy and it's cute little crafts and that stuff will get shut down. You know, like there's, there is a line somewhere, I guess. I don't know where it is myself, but yeah. Um, where you know if somebody owns an ip we probably shouldn't be profiting from it but 
fan stuff it should be fine it just should post be. something you know yeah. on your feed or on your art station account like we're just still Whatever. new to this, I think. I think society just hasn't gotten their head around it because for the longest time, you didn't have the tools to do it. So fan art didn't exist. It was sketches in your own basement, and that was as good as it got. But now you can make and share and have an Etsy store and do all sorts of things with with uh, stuff. And the rightly so, most of the companies have gone, okay, you know, we get it. Unless it's like, you know, somebody's selling a Mandalorian plush for eight bucks and they're selling two million of them we probably should step in on that but even in the case of smaller stores people making you know baby yodas and selling three of them a month because they just have a nice little following of people that like their stitchery or whatever they let it go it's a weird thing that i don't think we can put that in spite of all of our attempts to make rules about we just can't quite get because like all that baby yoda fandom is great like you know like Yes, they're not getting the money, but like at the same time, if you approach things like the Third Reich trying to shut down everything, everyone that's enthused about your stuff, that's also not a good look. Like, are this kind of stuff's meant to be warm and and you want everyone to feel welcome in it? So right. that's not a welcoming thing to do to go around litigating people, right? So, and they benefit now um, from yeah. that massive amount of fandom, even if there is a bunch of things selling without their knowledge. It's not anywhere near the benefit that they get out of just secondhand exposure constantly yeah. like it's like i think you have to be leave it, willing to leave a little bit of money on the table like let a let a little be, be like even though you're within your rights to stop it you don't have to stop it I right this is it's like me freaking yeah. out that my art gets up on reddit sometimes and they sometimes they'll even crop out signatures and stuff but when it's happened um everyone freaks out they're not giving you credit up there it's a bit and I'm, I'm like it's all right it's okay. And the guy who posted it might get a bit of gold. Like the, there's a bit of a money exchange that happens on Reddit. It I think can, sure. But if you leave, I guess what I'm saying is I like I like your theory. Like leave a little on the table because the overall effect is your work gets further and seen by more people. There's limits obviously to everything, okay, but it's it's understandable to protect your work, but it's understandable for people to be enthusiastic and just not think about these things and, you know, go forth in it with enthusiasm and not thinking about the back end or the you know, whatever right. it is. Music's still having a real know. struggle with this. Like right now, you know, oh, Metallica being the latest example. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. like, that was so like Metallica funny. agrees to do a show, shows up to do a show and nope. a live stream only show, not a live, yeah. live show on their and channel, their music, their everything. And then Twitch still throws up. What was it? Replacement uh, chip, chip tune stuff or whatever. So that was yeah. Twitch and not Blizzard. I think everyone assumes it was Twitch. It no, wasn't it was Blizzard. Twitch. It's definitely not Blizzard. Okay. Um, okay. I think Blizzard thought they were in the good. They were, well, yeah, cause they knew they were going to come perform. Blizzard hired them to do, <laughs> do this thing. So they're not going to shut it down. They're not going to, Hey, I'm hiring you guys come play all your music. Oh shit. They're playing their music. <laughs> but, and it wasn't like it was just muted. Like there was also a meeting at Twitch being like, we've seen the, the, the broadcast ahead of time. There's some Metallica music. What are we going to do? Right. Let's throw this piece of music up. That'll go well. <laughs> Let's okay. play something that's what we're doing? Yep. as All right. far from Metallica as humanly possible. <laughs> like a bunch Put of people walked top, out of a meeting agreeing it. that was a good idea. Yeah. So, human, there are human beings who were in a meeting who said, this is the plan. Well, if, assuming there was a meeting, I have a feeling it may have just been a I mean, they can't pick up the phone and be like, hey, Blizzard, you got some weird shit in your video. Uh, are you allowed to stream it? <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't know enough or how they like, run things. But the, can you I'm just show me the permission slip? I'm like, not gonna. I'm not blaming Twitch for this because I mean it's easy to because they're the point of contact. But I'm 
it's the it's the way the music industry is so freaking litigious about everything. Uh, they take they issue takedowns every five minutes, and most of it's computers making that decision that, and scouring totally sites. All like should YouTube. have been cleared up when they're agreeing. Like, hey, we're hey uh, Metallica. This is Blizzard here. We, we're going to make. Want to do live performance? Cool. Can you get your music guys to like sign off that we have permission? Yeah, sure. We'll fax it over to you today. Great. Yeah. Like they should have it. Like that that would be part of the initial conversation. I, yeah. I'd have to imagine. It's just like, effed it, up. It, it, it's all effed up. You know. But the problem yeah, is the music probably, industry is worse than than all of them. It's it is a you know what cluster. now that I say it, they might have just done that intentionally because like Twitch was sticking it to the music industry. Like, yes, here's something we clearly can play, but we're not gonna do it because of all these oh. other policies that we we're, we're, we're jabbing at you back to, to embarrass you. Bo says false like flag, you guys. That's what he's saying is a false flag. Is that, That's basically yeah, what he's saying. It's, it's easy. Like, if you have permission, if you have, <laughs> yeah. if you have permission to stream a thing, yeah. you get the permission, you go to the partner and say, I have permission. Here's the note. Like, they're not signing. There's no way this got signed without permission from the music industry. Yeah. There's no way Blizzard was like, yeah, let's skip that step. We'll be fine. Like, well, that didn't happen. It's <laughs> like, entirely possible. You know, like, I tend to not. I, I I just don't have enough information to form an opinion uh, for sure because I just don't know how the stuff works. But Sure. Well, let that be my tinfoil hat, but I, I don't think there's a lot of tin in that hat. <laughs> it's mostly foil. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, some people in the chat mentioned this, and I would say, too, like, in some weird way, it's kind of just deserts a little bit for Metallica, who was... In the Napster days, they were railing against the idea that music They're could just be found. Confused anyway. human beings like the rest of us trying to deal with. They were, they were, but now yeah. they're kind of getting theirs a little bit by having chip tunes over them going. And they were rocking, dude, just like playing. Yeah. I don't know, Ma- Master of Puppets as loud as they could, and this stuff's uh, going. I, beep, 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 boop, boop, beep, boop. It was the stupidest <laughs> freaking thing. Yeah, I think that was a false flag. Yeah. Oh, well, you, yeah, I'm like pretty convinced of it actually. At this really, point. I right. just don't. All right, that's official. False flag, tinfoil hat, not a lot of tin or foil. Um, that's it for the news. There's not a lot going on, but those are pretty major, uh, with the exception of the weird Diablo thing. But hey, it got us talking about Roblox or Artifact did. So there you go. All right, now this. Games we're playing. So we got to talk about the crack of the day in the video game business. It's called Hero Loop, and damn it. I cannot get its claws out of me. I'm I'm really hooked on this game, have been since day one, and I can't stop playing it. Um, if you haven't heard about it, then you probably aren't a PC gamer or haven't heard, uh, or how you haven't heard, I don't know. It seems like it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. Um, it's a hard game to describe. Basically, you do loops around a, a random map and kill creatures kind of automatically. They drop loot. You equip that loot and try to beat more creatures, make more loops around the map, as you do that, more stuff spawns. You help that along by spawning your own stuff, like spiders or vampires or whatever you decide, because you get these cards that they poop out. You build up land cards around the uh, world that help you give uh, bonuses, benefits, and also some negatives, depending on how you do it. And that's a really basic way of saying it. It is one of the most addicting damn effing things I've ever had my hands on, and uh, I absolutely love it. Thoughts, feelings? Yeah. We're all playing it. Uh, one minor correction. It's called Loop Hero. What did I say? Hero Loop? Yep. I do that every time! <laughs> <laughs> That's not the first time It's kind of crazy how it, it's, it's hard to put it the other way. Ah, I do that I, I wrote Loop Hero, and then I saw you wrote Hero Loop, and I went, 
<laughs> oh, did I write it wrong? And I went and double checked because I 100% believed that it was called Hero Loop as well. Yeah, it's a weird uh, thing. But I don't know why, but it, it's got a it's got a weird name. I wouldn't say a bad name, but it's no, got a weird name. It's a weird name because um, you do loop this and you are awesome. Hero. This yeah. game's so good. Yeah. And I I was looking prior to to my son being born, I was looking for the perfect baby game. And I think I wound up finding it in this game because this game is extremely passive. Uh, and there's even additional steps you can do to make it more passive if you want. Um, and it has been perfect for, all right, I'm going to run this, but I know he's probably going to cry in a minute. So we'll just let it go. Oh, I got to go take care of baby. Okay, I can come back and I can check in and do the things I need to do and uh, get back to it. But it has been the perfect game experience for me, um, dealing with baby and playing a game at the same time. And I'm also extremely hooked on it. The the vibe, the soundtrack sounds like it's from freaking Wizards and Warriors on the oh, yeah. original NES. Like yeah. it just sounds cool. Um it it looks very basic, like it's art style. I saw it and I was like, I love it. Or yeah. do I hate it? Yeah. I don't know, There's but I definitely hate. feel a way about it. Yeah, um, I'm with you. It's a, it, it feels deliberate, so it's not like I think that it, it's randomly hard to describe. It's it. Let me put it this way: if you were really into like um, the Amiga era of computer graphics, that's what this is. Uh, that this is stripped right from that. I wouldn't even like some have said, "Oh, it's like eight bit Nintendo." In a, some ways, yes, but for the most part, this is like what PCs used to do. Lots of yeah. Lots of dithering and, um, you know, the creating the way you created shading was all was a little more high resolution than you'd get on a console. Um, to me, this is just ripped right out of an era of PC and, and specifically Amiga era of gaming that that they've decided to, to go with. And I I'm with you. I'm like, I kind of I don't hate it and I don't love it. But I but knowing but now that I've tasted of the meat underneath this frosting the meat is so good that I don't care yeah. anymore. I just don't care. Yep. The gameplay is so it good. It doesn't need Sounds to look right. good. It yeah. needs to look exactly how it looks. Cause oh, this game is so cool. And, and one of the things I like about it was a little bit frustrating at first, but I think overall is a smart decision. I don't think this game gives you enough information to properly get started. Um, the tutorial is a little sparse and at first I was a little annoyed by it because I, I got into the main game and I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. What, what am I doing? And why did this do this? Why is this a bigger mountain now? Why is there now goblins? What's, what's going on with all this stuff? Yeah. And it was a lot to take in. It still is like, I get back to the base camp building aspect of it, which they do almost no time tutorializing. Yeah. And I'm still like, yeah, what does this do? I unlock a table and a saw. Yeah. What, what does that mean? But it's been kind of fun to discover. And I think it teaches you enough to get you in and then just say, don't worry about it. Just discover the rest on your own and have a good time. And have fun with it. You mentioned uh, the mountains, the, the bigger mountains thing. That's an example yeah. of me having discoverable gameplay. I just happened to make a grid of nine mountains, not knowing that it did anything. I just did it. And it created a larger mountain and then crapped out a ton of resources to take back. And I didn't know it would do that. Like that was new. And 
you just kind of yeah, run into been, these things, you know, like, you know, that's know. been the nice part about this game is that it's not really in an established genre. Like it's sort of, it's a pastiche of some of them. So it isn't, it isn't like you, there's a temptation to go look up how to do things. Cause it's so new and we're playing so close to the launch of it. It's so new for a lot of people that the discoverability is very pleasurable. Yeah. 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 That, that's, I agree with that. Also finding out, you know, what buffs really are worth like, it or, like finding this out. This is what your, Mercy. Oh, oh, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I was just going to say finding out for yourself that the lightning towers are shit unless you're playing the new third class. You have to find that out on your own. Like you, you have to yeah. experience like the random RNG of getting your ass kicked by a thing that's going to randomly target two creatures. And if it's just you fighting another creature, you're always going to be one of those. And you're going to take hits every time. And you're like, you know what? Don't want that card in my deck. But then you find out later, well, when it's me and all my minions fighting for me as the necromancer then that's a very powerful tool to have because it rarely hits you and even when it does you have shield so like there's all this stuff to learn that john's right they don't hand you on a platter you just got to play the damn thing and it's a pleasure to play it so it's not a problem like i love it yeah yeah that's that's the big thing is sometimes learning these things isn't fun if you aren't enjoying the game that much but the game happens to, I don't know, just tickle the dopamine reward center. There's always something new you're collecting or trying to do or something unexpected occurring that is delightful. Yeah. I will say the graphics um, definitely, you know, if you're not a fan of the graphics, like, fair enough. I, I, I talked a lot about that last week. How it looked like trash. And yeah. <laughs> I could, didn't, I was having a hard time buying it, but the hype was palpable. Yeah. Um, but this makes me think this is probably something like what we could expect with that new game mode for Hearthstone. Like mercenaries is not like a card building kind of thing. It'll involve cards in some way, but it's literally not a, it's not a play slay the spire player deck kind of deal. So yeah. it's left a lot of people scratching their heads and I'm like, Oh, it's probably an auto battler like this. Like you're a mercenary, you, you form war band or you make a party of things and they auto fight other things. And then you level them up. Mm-hmm. Except I think loop hero is going to turn out to be better because they're not constrained by the hearthstone platform or whatever that's got to look like you know this is like this is an right. entirely unique thing yeah. like that this game makes me think like oh shit yeah <laughs> maybe you know but um but i would happily take a much more graphically appetizing version of this game overall i think well someone's gonna but do i'm not someone, gonna complain you know that's so. gonna happen like at some point look at the slay the spire it's being made right now someone's like yeah, oh, someone's like, doing it and, then, and that's Roblox is doing it. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I hope not. But but like uh, somebody somewhere is going, you know, it'd be cool. Like Slay the Spire. Like that thing inspired a ton of, of uh, deck builders, right? Like just came out. They still are. They're just rolling out every other week. There's a new deck builder that's trying to compete with that or add something yeah. to the twist. And a lot of the cases, what they do better than than that game is they uh, they look better, <laughs> like a hell of a lot better because Slay the Spire looks like a-hole. It's just an ugly game. And this I could see... I like see, this game better than Slay the Spire. Oh, yeah, I do too. But but my point is, like, you could see somebody take this exact formula, but the world is like an isometric Diablo-looking 3D, little mini 3D above-the-head sort of thing. And every interaction you see happening here looks more like a modern game, but plays the same. I could see that happening. Like, someone's going to do that. Um, it's things huge though. 500,000 copies sold in a week. It's, it's a monster success. And 
the, the fun the fun thing about it, the thing that I always like is like these huge successes is looking at their download size. This is like a hundred meg game, like it's yeah. a nothing yeah. burger. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh man, I can make a hundred meg game. Like it's not a lot of megs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, like, look at this game. Like it's kind of insane. Or you just like in 2021 with all the tools that are available for people to develop games, I'm like, this can't be as hard as it was back in, you know the older days to try and put something like well that's together. funny you say that because this it's is pretty inspiring yeah the so. engine here is the is um uh game maker which is like that two is, is it a game maker oh, engine yeah. game oh yeah so at the beginning that's you get that in the wild. credits if you don't skip it so that's it's a game wild. maker game uh it's published by you know devolver digital is a big indie publisher so they're they're not strangers to this- very cool indie 2d games but the fact that this is made in a very you know very accessible public tool Tells I heard you the you studio could, you is, could make is it. some Russian studio though. Like the developers are actually these Russian guys. It's not Devolver. Like I think it's well, Devolver published just, it, but it's a yeah, yeah, published it. But it's the studios. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, for all I know, this is like two guys. You've told me one guy made this game. I mean, one guy made Banish. So if one guy made this game, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Maybe I started playing music. I started playing Nebuchadnezzar, which is like a remember those Caesar games and like Pharaoh and those things. I love those. Yeah. Games. Oh yeah. yeah. How is that? It's, I, I like it a lot. Um, the, the next updates, the one you want to get in on because they don't current, it's not early access. Like it's out, out, but right now it's just a bunch of campaign stuff and scenarios. They don't have the, the sandbox mode in, which is where my butter gets bread in those kind of games. Oh or yeah. My that's, butter all gets I, bread. that's all I played. My bread yeah. gets butter. My butter I mean gets bread. Um, that's coming in the next update, and it's two dudes, and it looks it looks way better than two dudes. Like it, it feels like one of those games. It feels like complex, cool systems. A lot of focus on you know producing the right farms, feeding the right people, upgrading the house, and like all the stuff you that you like about those games. And I love that we live in a time where basically people can do what Bo just said. Just I want to make a game. What is it? Well, I don't need much, just like 2D and a little bit of art. Okay, cool. Game makers for you. Go for it. And now you've got the biggest hit on Steam in the last week. Like, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Love to see it, especially because, like, again, Game Maker looks like such a, not a great platform, but then you're like, oh, games get published on this and make lots of money. It's crazy. I mean, really, it's a structure. It's a really well well-made structure for for building out you know a, a more simple it's not like you know unity and and uh unreal they need 3d stuff and it's just a different approach no it's like 2d goodness stuff like just your yeah. maps and collision detection and yeah i yeah, know it's it's not all yeah. just bad uh jrpgs made by 15 year olds it can be more <laughs> yeah it's not rpg maker 20 like there's been like 20 versions of rpg maker and it's right. all just a it's Final Fantasy knockoffs. Like I think maybe there was one title I heard of that was sold on Steam that did okay, but yeah. How I don't want to play that. No, <laughs> nobody. I feel like nobody wants to. Oh, that reminds me. She, okay, you guys either have to to walk me away from this edge or tell me I'm justify me doing it. I got a key from so a developer happening? for a game called. Uh, shoot, let me. I got to find it because I don't want to screw up the name. This better not be that picture you posted the other day in Slack. No, but. not that. That was that was. Because I think I found that game on Steam. By the way, oh, is that a game? I didn't know it was a game. Well, there was there's an M an RPG game that's full of tiger people that are full straight up having like hardcore sex. Oh, like oh, I don't think that's the game, but it looked a lot like what you were showing me. Except they were <laughs> actually being sold. It's a real game on Steam, and I was like. 
you can't show this on Steam. Like, it was pretty bad, actually. All right, so this one may sound like one of those, although it's this 3D horror game, but it's called Lust from Beyond. Oh, it sounds like it's in the same wheelhouse, then. Um, It says... Lust from Beyond sounds like a sex video game. Here's what it says. Lust from Beyond is a psychological horror with occult and erotic... Psychological. A horror game with occult and erotic themes. The game creators... uh, Let's see, blah, blah, blah. They made Lust for Darkness. I guess this is a, a sequel to that. The game that proves it's possible to create a liaison of erotica and horror together. Now, thanks to the experience gained in the previous production, uh, they are returning with Lust from Beyond, beyond the door to the realistic world of desire, fascination, and fear. You got a key I'm for looking this? at images for this, Scott. You 100% should play this and report back. <laughs> I got the key. Oh. I don't know if I should play it or not. I, I mean, like the developers are like, hey, play this game. And if you talk about it on your gaming show, cool. Play I don't know game. how they heard of me. They just sent a key and says, hey. Uh, they clearly don't listen to the show because they would know you would not, you know, we're not exactly the biggest fans of this genre of gaming. I funny- don't think you're probably allowed to stream this game, but God, I wish I, I wish you would stream this game because I think your reactions to this game oh, would be. He doesn't amazing. have to stream it on Twitch. He can stream it on, you know, Pornhub or something like that. Like, ew. Oh, there you go, thing? Scott. Just make a Pornhub account and stream it there. <laughs> can you do that? They let you stream on Pornhub? Is that real? I Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the Twitch, but for adult shit. Well, I yeah, think, no, I assume, assume so, but I didn't know you could. I assume there. I would have no idea. Yeah, I, have no, I don't know. <laughs> so I've heard tell <laughs> that <laughs> that streaming is, is a thing on, on, on well, this uh, All website. I'm seeing, I'm searching for it, and all the images I see are just like hey, horror games. Like, where is it bad? Oh, I guess I can turn off. Yeah, I'm stuff. putting one in Discord. De- definitely do not show it to the What's stream. What's it called? Stream, stream from Beyond? This will, this will get you in trouble. Lust oh, from Beyond. Yeah. Paste it in there and I'll and we'll have a look. Yeah, um, it looks like I'm just looking at a ghoul orgy right now. I don't even see that. I just see scary rooms and a hallway and a Oh yeah, it's like a bunch of definitely don't people. share this with the stream. It's it's too much. Okay. I'm this is, it up. is what I'm seeing. What's happening there? Are they Oh. Well, those people are full on doing it. Yeah, but one of them has two heads. Yeah, that guy's got two heads. And we don't mean, well, he has three, I guess. That's like Zephod Braver Box. Yeah, that looks like a game that wants me to uh, have purient uh, experiences. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, Lust from Beyond. It's in my, it's in my. Uh, oh, man, there's, it, and the Steam page is a close up of that two headed guy. And yeah, just the face design of it looks, you know, it's scary. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> I definitely feel scared looking at faces all right the reviews i, I definitely don't recommend this it's, it's not a, oh, okay yeah right listen to this that's it. i think you should play it scott there's, no there's, i can't play ooh. it and i'm not if no, I can, there's I'm not like a it. there's like a cut up person with a machine and a sexual like it's not this is not what you want to be doing it, it's unless looks, it's your jam it's I, not I my jam think. i don't like that sort of stuff let's see listen to this exploring a graphically advanced environment full of interactive items are they talking about what i think they're talking about because it sounds like this game just wants me to watch people doing it that's what that sounds like, like. a it's, chicken it's with pretty a pulley in the is. middle of it i don't know what a that chicken means. with a pulley in the middle of it what is that what does yeah. that mean i'm as an old some... reference to uh, the Secret of Monkey Island, it was a <laughs> item from the Monkey Island franchise. So a rubber is... chicken with a pulley in the middle. All right. Yes, yeah, both. So can I ask? Is is lust from be? Is it lust from beyond? What's it called? Lust from beyond. Lust. It's on sale. Okay, so it's out now. Yeah, out it's on now. sale now. So there's some Steve reviews. Let me just read the first one I see here. Okay. Uh, posted March 11th, so All today. Right. All right. From White Line, he says, "Just play it. It's awesome." <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Out of a uh, Valen Vane says, out of a yes or a no, it's a yes. But if I'm oh. honest with you, only just seven out of ten. Oh. So hey, that's pretty good. Oh, he walked it back. He was like, I like the boobs, but honestly, the game could. Next be one is wow, great game. I've never played something like this. <laughs> How come <laughs> I search Steam? <laughs> I search Steam and it won't. It doesn't show this because you turned it off. You turned off the ability to see it. Yeah, if you don't, you don't see the adult. Game. You have the and adult now we're talking about it, which is going to get you to turn it back on, and then you're going to see something that you don't want to see, and you're going to be like, "Why am I seeing this again?" Yeah, then I'll complain on the show again. <laughs> so the thing is, I'm only seeing positive reviews. This is kind of crazy. Is it saying it's a good horror game, like a decent like? No, no, they're saying it's a good adult game. Oh well, then um, f that. I don't want to play. I don't there's play. only 63 reviews. Very. I'm not seeing a down. This game is down. horror erotica done right. It's not just yet another press F to orgasm porn game. It's a full-blown product that's a huge improvement over original title. Why F? There's this whole otherworldly horror thing, and the porn around it feels uncanny and cringe, and yet enticing at the same time. Uh It's a hard trick to pull, especially today when everyone is accustomed to porn. I also love how eroticism isn't main point of the gameplay, but still a strong backdrop for a great narrative. Okay. Put that guy on the FBI list of some sort, because I don't like the way he talks. He's freaking out. Hold on. I want to just read, because it's a long review. I don't want to read the whole thing, but I want to read his pros and cons. Pros. Horror erotica done right. Atmosphere, visuals, and audio. Detail of the world. Story. Cons. Human skin material looks like wax. (laughs) At times, unintuitive as how to proceed. (laughs) Uh, With the skin wax or just the game in general, I guess is what he means. (laughs) This is the game in general. Oh, man, I should have played this while you were doing it. Actually, you know what? Let's do it. We're going to do one. Let's do a Dear Martha. I'll read a review for this game as Dear Martha. All right, here it comes. Find Find one. You can tell me when you got one, and then we'll get a Dear Martha out Uh. here. Okay, I I got one. We'll read this review from Barkin. All right, here we go. My dearest Martha, today I'd like to tell you about a video game called Lust for... Wait, what was it? Beyond. Lust from from Beyond. Yeah. Uh, Wow, great game. I've never played something like this. I'm not a fan of horror games. I find them cheesy and linear. But I really enjoyed my time with this title. I would recommend this to anybody who likes adult content and games. It's not just another fap game. It's immersive and fun. These devs put in a lot of great work behind this title. And it shows. Pick it up now. Yours truly, Barkin. (laughs) Wow. It's not it's just, not a, just you, another fab game. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty freaky. You need, to, you need to clip that and keep that as a thing. We it's need to do more. Um, we, this needs to be the way that Dear Martha's go in the future for recorded ones. We need to we need to find really yeah. bad Steam reviews. Well, there's, okay, we'll do a weekly feature. We'll read a Steam review as a Dear Martha. Okay, and your job is, okay, so we're going to divvy up the job. I got the sound file ready to go. Your job is to find a review you want to read. Done. We got a segment. We're good. Got it. Okay. We'll start in. it next week. All right. Now that you're a father, this is the perfect transition. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what don't else? play that game. Hero Loop's amazing. Or Loop Hero, sorry. Loop Hero? Loop Hero yeah, is amazing. Hero. Play it. It's amazing. It's great. Uh, I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn for the PC. And the reason I did this is because I was hankering for some open world. 
but also I got a, uh, there was a, like a flash sale on that game on some site. They gave you a steam key for like 20 bucks, 24 bucks, whatever it was. And I did it because I was like, well, that is cheap. I've no longer feel like I'm paying for that game twice. Cause I already own it on PS4. I'll just feel good about this low, low price. And they'd already patched some of the early issues I'd heard about it from performance standpoint, that sort of thing. So time to dive back into horizon zero dawn. And man, I forgot how much I freaking love that game. That game is amazing. Maybe one of my favorite top four favorite open world games. I just love it. And I'm further than I even got on the PlayStation already. I've been playing it a lot. So I'm going to keep hacking away at that and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, It's great. It's just great. It's super good. I haven't gotten to play the PC version. I kind of did the same thing. I bought it. There were a lot of issues. I said, okay, I'll come back to it. And I just haven't yet. But I love Horizon Zero Dawn. It's It's super good. good. It's so good. There's so much about it I love. Even And it retains a little open world jank, which I also love. It, you know, weirdly, I like, I like it when I walk into town and there's a super serious moment happening. And for some reason, the character that's speaking Cape is all effed up and like sticking up straight to the ceiling. And that, I don't even call that a bug. It is, but I love it. I love when that shit happens in open world games. It does in all the good ones. And uh, that game's no different, but the environments are amazing. Uh, I, I forgot that that game is set where I live. <laughs> like literally, there's a huge swath of Utah in there, including Salt Lake City. And you find some recordings and, and uh, artifacts that like are all referential to the city. Um, hmm. The There's parts of Southern Utah represented in there. It's way compressed. Like you literally go from like Salt Lake, go around the corner. And now you're suddenly in like St. George area, which makes no sense at all. Um, that's a five hour drive. <laughs> so there's no way I'm running down there that fast. But um, I like that. There's just a, it's kind of a fun uh, connection there. I like the environments. I like the characters. I think the story's really strong. The acting's great. And then what, even when it isn't, it's delightfully cheeseball. It's just great. And the, uh, the number one thing obviously is those, the creature designs like the, the machine creature stuff and fighting those is so awesome. It is so good. Combat stealth. All of it feels great. I'm going to keep hacking away at that thing because I'm having a great time with it. Uh, played a little bit of the wow patch this week. Nothing to get too excited about. Although they gave you the, the big tree. So, so John, maybe this will draw you back in. You can play the, you can ride around on your tree. Now, how do you feel about that? You want to ride a tree? No, nope. no, that's not. I think I voted for the book. You voted for the, the book. Way. Okay. Well, yeah, well, they gave you this, the tree. It's currently in winter form because it changes with the seasons and, uh, you're riding around on a big tree and, and it's, it's Okay. That's about all I have to say about that. Uh, I'm struggling to get into Valheim. I keep poking in and not enjoying myself, and I don't know why. I I know that game is a bona fide monster hit, and everyone loves it as much as they say they do. I just I I don't know why, because uh, it's it's one of those games, and I don't like survival games generally speaking. Even though this does a lot of things right, I know it does. It's just I have a really hard time playing very long, and I apologize to the universe. Okay, I still have it. It's on my hard drive. I'll keep checking in. It's an early access. Who knows? By the time it comes out, maybe it, maybe it grabs me in the way it's grabbing all of you. But right now, it's just not. It's just not holding me. You're so. further than me. I I heard. You know, we talked in our our Slack about like, hey, is this a game we're interested in? Is this something we're going to get into? And everybody was feeling kind of positive about it. And I went, Mm-mm, this isn't going to be the one. Yeah. Like it. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think people are going to get it. I don't believe. And I didn't buy the game. 
So I don't even own it yet. So oh. you're further along than me. Well, because right? I'm just watching and waiting from the wings. It does, in theory, seem like a thing that like us and Kyle, the three of us plus Kyle, could get in and just have the time of our lives. I think. But then I think, or we could be dwarves in space shooting worms off the ceiling. Like, like I don't know whether to me it isn't compelling me because again, it's a genre I don't. I just don't feel like I want to coat myself in its in its juice, if that makes any sense. Boy, I really got to play Beyond Lust or whatever it's called. Uh, that's yeah, that's how you get ready for, for that. that. <laughs> coat yourself in juice. Yeah, coat myself with some with some juice. Anyway, let's talk about Baby Loop Hero. Just kidding. That's not really a game, but you're it's a it's a joke because you're busy with the loop of the baby <laughs> life, right? Making yeah, around. it's. I mean, it's basically that's what the baby is right now. It's like, okay, well, this part of the loop I sleep, this part of the loop I change a diaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but through the entire thing, I play Loop Hero. So that's. Uh, I love that. That's oh, also a little process. loopception going on here. <laughs> yeah. You got R, you got your RL loop, and you got your video game loop. There you go. Last My Friday, life Bo- is nothing but loops at the moment. Last Friday, Bo was still playing a ton of hearthstone you were kind of drug in but it sounds like loop hero took you over for the for the week yeah i mean loop hero is also pretty passive to play and well yeah i mean we all got hit with the bug like i just think it's like i was kind of playing it at first like okay what's this and then you kind of get sucked you get sucked into it you know like the the um, improving and building on your guy and progressing so it's they did a good job of the pacing. Yeah. Sure. You Can I ask it. what class does everybody play? Oh yeah. We should talk about that. So I like, I like all three for different reasons, but I, but I, I feel like if you want to just get in and have a game and not stress around too much, you just play that warrior. It's not that he's easy. It's just, he's standard. I like the rogue, except I feel like it's so fiddly with armor. When I get to the end of each loop that I, because what he does, just for the listeners um, to understand this, instead of getting loot drops as you go around your loop and have these fights and then checking that loot and replacing it while you go, you do it all at once because the rogue collects trophies from all the kills. And then those trophies are turned in for loot when you get back to camp. And so suddenly your loot bag goes blah, 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 and fills up with loot. Then you kind of, like, all right, hover over this. Okay, is that better? I don't know. And I feel like I don't like sitting there for too long doing that. So that depends on the mood I'm in because the run itself is a little more combat focused and less worried about loot. But I also find myself going, oh, let me check. Oh, that's right. There's no new loot until I get to camp. So I kind of I have a love hate with that thing. DPS is great. A little squishy like you'd expect with a class like that. Um, the Necromancer, though, I think I like a little more. It's funny. It's just like RPGs for me. I like casters and I like tanks or not tanks, but like sword dudes. And so those are the two I generally uh, land on. My biggest problem with the Necromancer is if you, your bubble that you're, you have your shield, your mage shield that you have as a default, if that gets eaten down and you get into a bad situation with like multiple spiders and a couple of thieves or whatever, you're dead. Cause as soon as the bubble leaves, zip, zap, zoop, you're dead. And you may not have had enough time to build up like, the stuff you need to, to have better skeletons and the, and the ones that are stronger and get the tank guy out and all that stuff. So I feel like that one can turn on a dime more often and you lose your crap as a result. But that's, I guess that's by design because it makes that, that class a little bit more, I don't know, a little scarier to play or whatever. Um, but I think I'm as a default, I'm like, I'll do, I'll do warrior. If I had anything to add to this game and I kind of wish they would do it, maybe they are 
maybe make some graphical changes depending on what gear you're wearing. And just generally, like if I'm ha- if I got this kind of sword, show that. If I got this kind of helmet on, show that or not helmet or whatever, like whatever I'm wearing, have it kind of show some of that in there. Right now, it just looks like the same dude all the time. It doesn't matter what gear you have. I think that'd just be a nice touch. Just kind of yeah, stick that in there. Um, but again, given those visuals, it probably isn't a big deal. But um, but yeah, what do you what do you lean toward? I mean, I assumed you'd want to be rogue all day because that's who you like. But yeah, the rogue really fits my play style, uh, especially again if I'm being distracted. It's nice to not have to. I can't walk away as the warrior because what if that really awesome piece of gear drops while I'm you know while I'm going around the loop with the rogue? I know I'm not going to get any gear, so. As long as I don't, I'm not really looking for a card to pop up. I can click. I have the game set to auto pause as soon as the loop completes. So it gets back to town, collect my loot, sit down, look at it, go, all right, this, 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 this. All right, start the loop again and I can walk away if I need to. So I actually really like the way the rogue plays. I also um, prefer the evasion style of gameplay so that's the build i've been going is heavy evasion you can get up to 75 percent on evasion uh, which is insane especially because if you unlock uh by default each class has four inventory slots Mm -hmm. um, but you can unlock a card that will give you a fifth inventory slot and for the rogue it's necklaces which is what the necromancer gets that gives them magic armor yeah. so you basically get to play the rogue but with that magic shield armor as well oh. and when you're dodging 75% of the attacks coming at you and then the 25% that do get through are hitting a magical shield you just feel invincible you're just like okay fill as many enemies in this space as humanly possible i can take it it's fine and uh is that how you're killing bosses you're killing bosses that oh yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, although i I will say like some bosses are stronger to some builds than others so the first boss has a very slow but high damage attack and as a result evasion works great on the first boss because Mm. he can't hit you and it wastes a lot of time for the second boss you want to go with attack speed because the second boss has a shield and 20% of the time that you strike, there's a chance you're going to hit a shield and not the boss. So evasion doesn't really matter so much. You need to be attacking quick enough to break the shield to be able to do damage to the main boss because those shields replenish itself. Yeah. So I, I think there's a good variety in the bosses where it's like not just one build will always work, although that evasion build's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, unsurprisingly, I like the rogue. Not shocked at all to hear that. Bo, what's your preferred class? Do you have one? I don't have a preferred one because I feel like they're all puzzles to solve kind of in this game. But mm-hmm. uh, I played Necromancer the most. Yeah, I like that. And one. I beat that bo- first boss with Necromancer because if he's slow and hits hard. So if he hits like my one of my tank, like if summon quality's high and I'm summoning lots of skeletons, I'm not getting hit. So it's just a matter of time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I like I think I really farmed a lot before defeating the first boss because I was able to upgrade to get the attack speed and increasing attack speed on the summoner is good because it just means you're summoning faster. Yeah, which is the key because you get up to like 100 percent attack speed increase. Because if they're one or two shotting your your minions, you need that attack speed to get those guys up sooner or they're going to just chew your bubble down. Yeah, and if they die, they heal you, so you get, you know, them dying is not a big deal. You just yeah. keep 
summoning them. You know, you don't really want to be hitting things with your dinky uh, dinky knife anyway. So it's um it's just each one of them is kind of this puzzle. Yeah. And and then, like as John says, sometimes you unlock slots or unlock perks. Like the warrior got really good when you get retaliation damage. Yeah. <laughs> like the warrior is what you start with, and it's tough going. Then all of a sudden you get retaliation damage, and then everything hitting you is just getting the damage back to them, and it makes them so much easier to play. Like so, yeah. Um, some stuff is just a matter of waiting for unlocks. I think it's pretty cool if you basically focus on regen with the with the warrior. That's that's your. I think that's your primary spec to focus on. I think John's right about at least for the first boss. So first boss encounters, I'd go regen with him as the spec you're looking for the most. And you're going to get this, you don't always get what you want. So you got to deal with whatever you get with drops and stuff. And that's part of the fun. But um, the rogue evasion, and then, like you said, um, hit, or not hit, but um, uh, what am I trying to say? Hit rate, speed, speed. Yeah, attack speed, attack and speed. skeletons. Just like increase that. Well, skeleton level is really important because mm-hmm. that's your damage output. So you right. want to, you know, and then skeleton quality. Yeah. And the number of skeletons. Yeah, it's really cool. And today, when they announced their uh, sales of 500,000 copies in the first week, they also mentioned they've got a big uh, bunch of updates planned. And some of that includes new cards, new card types, new possible cool. new classes, um, cool. other stuff. So they're clearly taking this as a chance to keep going. And um, I'm excited to see what happens. So uh, real quick answer for the chat. Uh, the P-Squared uh, asked, does anyone know if Shipbreaker has done their reset yet? I want or I'm waiting until after. No, they haven't. I ch- I check on it every damn day. I'm waiting for the reset also because I don't. I want to play that game really bad. I'm itching for it, but I can't. I can't justify it with the reset until the reset's done. So once that's done, I'm back in and we're good. But no word yet. It's supposed to be soon. So whatever soon means. Um. Anyway, that's what we did. We did a lot of looping, a lot of heroin, and just a little bit of Aloy in my life. All right. Now this. That's a good question. Quick email. Talk to the court. Gmail.com is our email address. We got an email here from uh, Sam who says, hey, guys, could you uh, guys do a short review of Inquisitor Martyr and give your feedback? Well, luckily, I've played that, that game. I have been playing it on and off since launch. It had a rough start, but the devs have done a great job with making the game better. The art and the lore in the game are spot on, uh, as in most of the game's release. I feel like most of the games released over the past few years have missed the mark. Dawn of War 3, it's talking about the 40K games. Dawn of War 3, I'm a massive uh, Warhammer 40K fan. I've not played the tabletop. Uh, The first game I played in 40K was a game called Space Marine. Oh, we know what Space Marine was. That game was fantastic. That was such a good, I, I played that recently. I love that game. Anyway, I've read up on uh, the Mechanarium and the Horus Heresy series and a few other books uh, of the Gaunt's Ghosts. I really enjoy the podcast, so glad to have a place to catch up on the latest gaming world. Regards, Sam. He says, for the Emperor at the end. Absolutely. So I'm the same as you, dude. I never played any tabletop 40K. Um, I've always been intrigued by it, but I, I've never touched it. But I love the games. Every time a new one comes out, good or bad, I try to pick it up. Uh, I really like a lot of them. Some of them are junk. There are plenty that are great. And I think that Martyr is very good. Uh, it's basically Diablo-ish. I like it with a controller, better with mouse and keyboard. And uh, they did a great job of making things better. The loot's better. The, the Just the way the game plays is better. It's awesome. So thumbs up from me on that game. I don't think either of you have played it, but Inquisitor Martyr no. is very cool. 
Um, watch for it on sale. It's like a Diablo in the 40k universe is the best way I can explain. Oh it. yeah. You know, I've always been curious about that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, it, it got real good after launch. It launched rough though. Like couldn't play it for a while. Horrible lag issues, just issues, graphic issues. They had all this stuff, but they, they fixed all that. It runs great now and it's absolutely worth playing. And I think the reviews reflect that. Um, there's a bunch of those though, bunch of 40 K games. I highly recommend we're all looking very much forward to the, um, the follow up to Vermintide, but it's called dark tide, right? Dark tide. Dark tide. Yeah. Dark tide coming out, um, on game pass in not very long this year, I think maybe anyway, uh, love that stuff. Love it all. There's anything to do with 40 K freaking space Marine is so great. Oh my gosh. Uh, giant space marines calling each other Ezekiel and and uh, taking down space orcs with a K. Have, have you seen the Daca Force? Uh, no. What's Daca Force? Daca Squadron, Warhammer 40k Daca Squadron. You play as the um, Flyboys, the the orc Flyboys in a oh, it's up. a airplane shoot like you fly around in a plane. What? Look at this in Steam. <gasps> Look at I was wondering if you would because you try a lot of this stuff and I remember I wishlisted because I was like I don't know like. This seems like right up your alley for something that you're just going to like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to try it. If it's good, great. If not, it's still Warhammer 40K. So 100%. You play as it works. Yeah, 100%. Oh, this is out. <laughs> it is called Daka Squadron. <laughs> it's out. It's out now. Uh, like It just looks like a Star Fox kind of deal, but you're a Warhammer. This looks boy. cool. I like the look of this, this a lot. This looks great. That looks like Orgrimmar. That's funny. Well, everything it's in really Warcraft like, space on it was, this stuff. This was completely not advertised. Like It just launched, I guess, on Steam, and that's the only place I've ever seen or heard of it. Oh, look at and this. And it's 19th February 2021. It's been out a month. Oh, my gosh. The review for it, the first review, is written in Orc. Yeah, it's all Orcish. So... Bros, lots of bits and gubbins to stick on your jets. Proper orky headbanging soundtrack. Pretty levels up to 60 git multi-trupping. Cons, too many escort missions. Levels too small. Music loops too short. Not enough docker. <laughs> I'm in, dude. Uh, release date February 11th, or 18th. Yeah, so it's been out a bit. I've yeah. never. I mean, these games don't aren't aren't normally from the orc point of view. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know how good it is. They, there's only been like I'm not that. I mean, the next one. I hate reviews. Sometimes they just turn you off. It's like theme good, actual gameplay unpleasant. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I love I don't this know. stuff. Like, but it's just yeah, it's just there's a there's a there's an orc game. Like they're always the space marines, and I was like, oh, here's a game centered on something different. That yeah. seems awesome. I'm yeah. less interested in proper Warhammer, not proper Warhammer, but you know, fantasy Warhammer, and I'm I'm far more stoked when it's a 40k game. Age of Sigmar Warhammer. Yeah. Well, the Age of Sigmar is fine, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but I feel like I'm just playing kind of a playing warcraft like, yeah yeah it's hard to explain but the but whenever somebody says oh there's this new 40k game i immediately turn my attention to it and this i didn't know this was coming out so thank you bo yeah i um, think that i think the thing about 40k what makes it special is the like the grimdark religiosity of oh, the I setting because usually you get those future settings but religion's not really there but that's very right they got tech very priests crusader and, like yeah. evocative of 
even yeah. though it's not Christianity, there's like just Christ imagery kind of and oh, things yeah. like that. It's their nice, ships, their ships know. are like big cathedrals in space, and yeah, and they're uh, the the tech priests are just they're weird because they augment themselves till they're almost there's no humanity left, but they do it all in service of the god emperor and and uh, what what do they call it the uh, the something tech not tech messiah um, omni messiah. Omnibus. I love it, dude. I love it. I love that kind of bullshit. It's so good. And nothing's good in that world. Everything's shit. The planets are blown to shit. It's all about all that's left is honor and implants. That's the world, man. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, honor and implants might be today's title. I'm going to write that down. But but they, they had to live in this technologically marvelous place where they can travel the universe, you know? Yeah, exactly. Whereas in giant like, floating you're watching castles. Neil deGrasse Tyson on Cosmos, he's like, it's going to be great. And then you fast forward to the actual future and it's like a <laughs> it's a medieval dark ages hellhole across the entire galaxy. You know? Yeah, it's very, very it's cool. funny. I love it. Um, I hope they do a crossover with Shipbreaker and let me tear apart some some cool space workships. That'd be cool. Uh, all right. That's uh, your email. And uh, you can send us more at frogpants or sorry, talk to the core at gmail.com. You can find the show at frogpants.com slash core. And as always, uh, you can support us. We need your support. Yeah, that's right. The show continues to grow and thrive because of you and your contributions over at patreon.com slash core show. Uh, we're at core pod on Twitter. John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz. You can find us all there. And uh, I think that's going to do it before we leave. John, any father advice that you've learned over the last two weeks that you want to share with the listeners? Oh, fatherly advice. Uh, yeah. S- smell the baby's forehead. It's, oh, it's amazing. They're not lying. It yeah. smells really good. Yeah. Like, it's weird. There's all these things that I've discovered that are either true or false that people tell you about fatherhood. Yeah. Babies smelling great is a weird truth about babies. Yep. It's really the strangest thing in the world. Yep. You wish it would have stayed through our adulthoods and we all smelled that great. We don't. But babies smell great. Until they poo. But yeah. when they're not, not pooing. I mean, I haven't smelled my forehead. Maybe it's good. No <laughs> one's really feedback. You let me know how that goes. If you find a way to do that, we'll all try it. I just don't know how you would smell your own forehead. Pay somebody on Greg's list to do it. There you go, Greg. Do you say Greg's list? Because that's better than Greg's <laughs> yeah, list. Greg, Greg's list. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still watching Greg on the Oblivion stream. It's still uh, up. I, maybe I got confused. Greg's list is my favorite knockoff <laughs> Craigslist idea. I've never heard that before. That's really funny. It's All Canadian right. Craigslist. Craigslist made my whole day. Bo, any final oh, thoughts? Oh, this this one's great. This is where Greg gets mad. Oh well, that's something yeah. to see. He's angry. Yeah, they want. They Hang want on, we we got to end the show. I need to concentrate. Oh yeah, we can, get to, uh, we can, Bo, wa- Bo, we can watch Oblivion stream later. Uh, I don't have anything. You don't Just have that, anything. Don't make my heart bleed. All so right, don't do that. Yeah. All right, well done, everybody. Uh, thanks for being here. We'll be back next time with another episode. Thank you for listening, watching. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com Mom? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.